You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Cozy Womb Podcast. This is season nine, episode nine, how to teach your daughters to be submissive. And I have a special guest by the name of Akeem from Raw and Uncut Podcast. Please check that podcast out. Uh, I wanted to talk about submissive roles, um, especially when it comes to a woman because I am raising two daughters. And what it is, is a way that women can accentuate a relationship with a masculine, respectable, high-level man in a manner where she allows him to lead, um, and a household allows him to lead in a relationship and really just set the foundation as she nurtures um, the relationship and nurtures the children through it. And I really wanted to bring Akeem on here because on his show, he usually picks topics that people may find combative or back and forth-ish. And being that he feels so strongly on women roles and men roles in a relationship, especially when it comes to leaders, I really wanted to um, focus in on that. So when it comes to the value of having women in a relationship, show compassion, patience, um, not having power trips on the lines of like ego, pride, and learning how to give and take and learning how to have understanding. I had a few questions. I had a few questions that I was pondering about what I would ask him. And personally, I just wanted to know or wish I had someone to directly teach me how to encourage a man. 
but I had to figure that out in my 20s. Um, I wanted someone to teach me how to build trust and confidence within myself and also within a man that helps nurture the relationship. Um, I want to teach my daughters how to give a man space to love themselves first so he can be in a better position to love her and appreciate the relationship and their family. So there's a lot um, that I wish I was taught. There's a lot of um, fundamentals that I wish I had that I feel like I missed out on, like how to take a direction from a man and not feel like he's controlling, um, look at it as some type of leadership. And who better to speak to than a man? Who better to speak to than someone that considers himself a leader in a leader role? So this is a, an interesting discussion between myself and Akeem from Ron and Cup Podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me. Um, hit me on Instagram at Cozy Womb Pod. And also you can email me at CozyWombMama at gmail.com. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, thank you. I appreciate it. You can also find cool, cute, cozy womb gear on the cozy womb shop. It's on Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash cozy dash womb dash shop. And you'll find hoodies, t-shirts, um, what do you call those? Fanny packs, um, mugs, everything um, that I want to give all of my listeners and my supporters during the show is on there for you guys to purchase, okay? I appreciate every penny because every penny does go towards helping my family, especially during a pandemic where I physically can't be out of my house during the week uh, because my children have virtual school. So if you want to support Cozy Moon Podcast, you can support through you getting a little something something and also I getting a little something something on the backside. So thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting Cozy Moon Podcast and thank you for supporting uh, teespring.com. Peace. Let's Hey, Cozy Womb fam, this is JC, the dopest mommy around and owner of He Hates My Tees, a novelty t-shirt company based out of Arlington, Texas. This is our first year grinding it out and baby, it's been a beautiful journey. I'm a mommy of two spicy kids, Davey and Jameson, and an educator. And I started my company as a way to be self-sufficient and control my own narrative on my value after working several years in a corporate environment being, you know, undervalued. My latest collection is called The Dopest Around, saluting all dope-ass folks. We just released The Dopest Mommy Around Dad Hats, and they are fire. You hear me? Fire. It's available in several colors. Follow us on IG at He Hates My Tees and visit our website, hehatesmytees.com. And that's tees, T-E-E-S. Use code COZY15 for 15% off your purchase. Love ya, be dope, stay dope, and I'll see you around. We get it on. Um, I wanted you for this topic because I feel like your go-to for this, but it might be tricky for you because you have all boys, right? 
Yeah, I got all boys, but I got okay. nieces. Okay. Okay. So you can and, they, and I got and I and I got a and I got a goddaughter. Two okay. Of them. Okay. So you could dapple into this. So mm-hmm. I wanna know how do you teach daughters how to be submissive to a man if your foundation, meaning my foundation for my two daughters is um I've been in a two-parent home for about eight years. And then after that, it was primarily a single-parent home with my mom who did not discipline anybody. And I'm the only girl, and there was five of us. And all, all my brothers were, like, in and out of the house. And it was just me from, like, eight to 17. And she never dated after they got a divorce. So if, if it's a a woman a girl that grew into a woman raised by a woman primarily visited the dad sort of kind of but it's kind of like that respect factor is not really there because i know this is a temporary visit i know this has a beginning and ending and i'm going to go back to my quote-unquote my norm how how would i now that i'm a parent um, I'm not with their fathers, but they do see their fathers. Um, they do have a relationship with their fathers. How do I give them examples of being submissive to a quote-unquote good man? So, that, so that's, that's, like, that's, that's my ultimate question. Oh, that's pretty easy. You're talking about for you. Yeah, so how would I teach them okay, that, so, being that there's no so, example here? So, no, they don't need to see an example. They, they hear your voice. They respect you. So all you need to do is talk to them and tell them how to be. You know how to be. So you know if it's a man and a woman in a house and you and your, you and your husband, make sure you use the word husband because they're not all this submissive to boyfriends and all that. You know, that's an old other subject. I got I got views on that too, but okay. when, when, you're, when, you're, when you're married to this person and you're, you and your husband disagrees, you're marrying him because he is going to be the leader of the household. He builds the road and I follow on that road, right? Mm-hmm. So you tell them just like that. Like there's nothing wrong. You got to understand Indian culture. Indian culture is prime. They have a 86% mar- staying married rate. Mm-hmm. America has 78% divorce rate. So that tells you our priorities are all screwed up and wrong. So yeah. let's go on in what they say. They teach their daughters exactly how to treat their husbands. No matter if it's no no matter if it's telling them, look, when when you're in a relationship with them, don't be getting loud. All that loudness can't happen. All all when he gets home from work, um, or you get home from work, all that pressuring him about what's not going on. Give this man some time to relax in that household and then you bring it up in a way that's going to be respectful to him in his household uh you all you always have your opinion in regards of things that goes on in the relationship but you got to make sure that he is the head of the household he's going to make that decision and you need to trust him to make that decision see we don't raise our daughters like that mm-hmm. we raise we raise our sons well, fathers do. We raise our sons to to make sure you're in the head of the household. Don't be nobody's simp. Don't be giving your money away. You know, we teach them all that things. 
but also teach my sons on how to accept a woman being submissive meaning don't take advantage of that don't i mean that that's a that's a gift that she's giving you yeah. but don't take advantage don't take advantage of it you have to understand that it is her strength it's take it's it's real easy to say no but mm-hmm. it is really it is really hard to accept being submissive in a relationship and letting somebody guide you because they can guide you different ways that you couldn't imagine right Right. So you teach your sons that, but your daughters, as a father, these fathers st- nowadays are still teaching their daughters the same way they teach their sons. Mm. So that's why that's why we're having problems in relationships with women, because mom is not teaching their daughters to. They're not doing, especially if they're in a in a in a in a bitter relationship. Yeah. So you know the you know the you know the bitter mom syndrome. That's a real thing, mm. right? So the thing is, is that if she hates her ex, if she hated several exes, she got baggage. Uh, her kids are now her priority, and she feels important by her kids. That's a natural thing. Her importance comes from her kids and the way she takes care of them. So she's going to give them information that's going to be biased one-sided. based upon mm-hmm. one-sided. So she's going to teach her daughters to avoid men like her, their father to avoid men like anybody close. So you, if you're teaching your daughters how to avoid, how to stay away from, then they don't know how to accept and understand. Mm-hmm. So you tell your daughters exactly what I just said. Understand this is how a man wants to be treated. Understand if you don't treat a man like this, there's a high chance that the, that the, your marriage won't work out. Mm-hmm. We have a problem with, we have to say these things. It has to happen. Yeah. Well, well, I think the what conversation is not happening is between both of the parents first. I don't think both of the parents are aligned on what is the goal with our children. What do we want for them? What is our structure? And if that conversation is not being had, how I teach my daughters here may be completely different on how their dads teach them other places. And then they're going to, you know, probably be confused. But at the same sense, what I don't like is um, the the not so balanced, oh, that's my daughter. I'm gonna treat her like a princess. She deserves all of these things. I'm gonna give her what she deserves. And if a man can't give her all of these things, then she doesn't want, she doesn't need to be with him. In the same sense, are you teaching your daughter as a man what things she should be able to do for herself? How she should carry herself as a lady? That's why I don't like the- Of course, I mean, that's called- Yeah, I don't like the nicknaming of princess when a child hasn't really understood what that can mean as she grows up i don't want like my daughters growing up with this imaginary princess misperception yeah and and feel like people are supposed to bow down to them because my dad said this but did your dad teach you anything because there's a teaching that goes along with having a title of this princess or this queen and as we see today, there's a lot of women calling themselves queens, but they carry themselves 
in a completely different manner and I don't want them to see that and think like that's it well I'm glad you said that I think I think I posted that on um, I think I posted that on Twitter like yeah. uh, you know I seen it was so I was so happy to see you know Brandy and Monica carrying themselves like women you know mm-hmm. making money they had over a million million views yeah, on Instagram good. I think that's the most for any for any that's the most for any battle that I've seen I I mm-hmm. see Michelle Obama in that thing so you know my my whole thing is this why can't you carry yourself like a woman and be successful and as men, we teach them self-worth, but we also teach them respect for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the other stuff comes from mothers, um, you know, how to carry yourself and all that. Because, man, we, we can't teach no no, no young lady that. We, we, we know what, what it looks like, but we don't know how to teach them that. And that's why we can't raise a woman. We can, we can raise a lady, but we can't raise a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't see any problem with a man telling their daughter though straight up this is what it is this is how it goes I think I think we as a society we we, we have things messed up we don't we don't even want to tell our kids the truth I always I, tell my I, I kids the truth that. to the point where my friends or uh, my mom be like you told her that or you you um Chantal did you say I said yes because my whole thing is with my kids i don't want them to leave my house and the world teach them the wrong way i don't want them to leave my house and the world is telling them this thing for the first time and they think like this is golden so i want to be the first to tell them certain things so they're aware especially where i live in georgia i mean you just saw on the news well you probably didn't see on the news you saw on twitter on social media that 39 kids were found in Georgia in like a hotel room. Yeah, I've seen that, I've seen that. And it didn't even make like mainstream news here. And it's kind of like, if I don't teach my daughters how to be aware, how to carry themselves, what not to do. Yeah. Like that could possibly happen and I don't want that. And and, and I'm 100% agree with you. I, I think, you know, as a society though, as I don't think, I think fathers, people are so used to saying single mothers mm-hmm. that they don't understand that fathers are so much because of the lack of fathers and real men mm-hmm. you see a decline in humanity a decline in human beings um just the way they act how they talk and mm-hmm. get down with each other i mean all that is a stem from daddy issues from moms and i mean look at cardi b and meg the stallion yeah. They ain't close to their daddy. This is definitely daddy issues. Very, very talented women. I, I cannot take away their talent. I'm, I'm not going to ever say that these women are not talented. But I wish they would use their platform for something that could be productive and still make them some money. I just do not believe in how they're raising our ignorant kids. Now, I'm going to say ignorant kids because those are the ones who are going to be ignorant to the world because they don't have parents to teach them. People will keep saying what their biggest defense is. Oh, you know, my kids do this. My kids do that. Oh, you know, if music is raising them, then that's bad parenting. We have to recognize that we talk about Black Lives Matter, right? So we're talking about that as a whole. So why aren't we talking about parenting as a whole? We should be talking about communities building up these kids. Mm. We We can't be fighting for freedom 
And then, you know, I don't want to turn your podcast some Pluto. I'm not going to do it. I'm no, just saying, but it's part of it. Yeah, it's part of it. We can't fight for freedom, but not fight for good parenting as a whole. Why can't I say, no, this is wrong for your kids to listen to at six years old on TikTok, on Instagram. Why does your kid at nine years old have their own Instagram and uh, and Twitter and, and all this stuff? Why? Tell me why. What is the benefits of it and why do they have it? There's nothing but negative influences. So now fathers now a real father is going to come in and be like oh no you would not be having social media um and two you are the proper age of handling adult activity because that's what's going on on there mm-hmm. and that is where mom's loving nurturing mom nurturing mom want the kids to have everything and this is where structure come in in the household with a father yeah, father's going to come in <laughs> yeah father's going to come in and be like hey i understand all this love and I'm I, I'm gonna be hated right now, but mm-hmm. everybody, I need everybody to uninstall these these applications on your phone. There will yeah. be none of my none of my kids is gonna ever be on social media until their age to handle it. Straight mm-hmm. up, um, that's structure, that's leadership. It is. That's a, that's a, that's a head of the, that's a head of the household right there. Make yeah, what what you said about parents showing up and parents as a collective. We live in a society that wakes up says that like you said my kid does this my kid doesn't do that i don't know about your kid but that's your kid over there but we don't they're not clicking that what your kid does and what your kid doesn't do will also affect the children in school or the children in this grouping so when you go outside with this attitude of oh that kid over there is getting beat up but that's not my kid i'm mind my business you can't ignore it now. And then when that child is dead on the street, you want to go out there and be like, Black Black Lives Matter. Because it, it's a trickle down theory. It's, it's not caring, not caring, not caring. And then you care, but you care too late. There's no longer a life. And when I was growing up, it was sort of ending where your neighbor would care about what you're doing and your parents is not home. Now it's like the neighbors completely mind their business. That's not my kids. I'd rather call the law instead of go over there and be like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Because we are afraid of the truth. Like I said, we're afraid to tell each other the truth. And I got an episode coming out Mm -hmm. um, next week about why are adults afraid to tell people the truth? And, 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 and that has a lot to go with how I get out. Mm-hmm. No matter if you love or like or or you hate me, right. like it's going to be the real and it's going to be to you because I don't, my whole thing is if I don't tell you the truth, I don't care nothing about you. Right. The truth is what you want. I'm not going to, real men are not going to teeter on their decision and nor are we going to finesse the way we communicate things to you in order for it to sound good for you. Now yeah. I'm going to respect you as, as my woman and I ain't gonna disrespect you. I don't yell and I don't curse. You know why? Because I'm in control. Mm-hmm. When I'm not in control, then I'm losing my, my voice and my and I'm cussing. And then you need to apologize for the way you're acting because she's a human being. Right. But at the end of the day, I my tone is right here. And right. I can compete with anybody right here. So listen to me when I'm telling you these things. That's that's leadership. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
because not only do you have to speak it but you have to be that and i think you'll have a lot of males who want to speak what they want and i'm this and that but they don't show up as that in character and that will go ahead and give a woman the like you talk this but you don't do this and that type of whole issue yeah, men are not perfect either. And then also, a lot of men don't have mentors to show them when they're wrong either, right? So, yeah. like, I, I happen to have, you know, a, a, a pop that my pops was, I mean, you know, he was in and out of my life, but he got it together. And, he, and uh, strong man, the grandpa, strong. Uh, then I got an OG uh, partner, you know, I call him my mentor. He's like 68. Um, really successful male, father, strong. Don't play no games. N- nobody that I mention, they, they're they not going to sugarcoat anything. And I found that those type of men are going away because people don't like, that's why, they, that's why the, the name toxic masculinity is going around is to try to soften the masculine culture. I mean, that's who we are. You're feminine, I'm masculine. What comes with masculinity is certain things that is negative. Mm. Femininity, there's certain things that's not gonna be coming off cool when it comes to certain things. It's how they raise boys. They yeah. they that well, where they spoil boys, they raise their daughters. So that's the part that, you know, the unbalance is not there. So, mm. you know. Cause I feel like a, a girl needs to learn when to give and take with passion, when to um, compromise, when to have strength, when to learn to be quiet in a situation and allow a male or a man to show up. I think it's a lot of, well, if you can't do it, I'm gonna do it because I do everything and, and I'm going to play the leader when when a woman really doesn't want to have to lead with a man in the room. But... They, they want to lead. Women want, women want to control everything. Well, they don't want to have to. If, they, if there's a... They, they, they if, say that. Yeah. They say that, but they... Women want to be in control. It takes... It takes a man to make them understand what a woman's... What, what a woman's role is in the relationship. And they need to, it's not just saying, hey, you need to do X, Y. No, it's showing them by modeling the behavior of right. what a man is for them to understand that, okay, now just fall back. The stress of life of you having to handle these things are no more because, you know, I'm here now. Right. Like, this is, we got, we got this, right? But I don't need, every corner I take, I don't need to be questioned about what we're doing. We could talk yeah. about it, but I don't want to be questioned all the time because then that means you don't trust me as a leader. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like everything that your boss do at a job, this is one of my biggest analogies. Mm-hmm. As a woman, do you question everything your boss does at the job when changes happen? Every single time, do you question it? And if you do, there's something wrong with you. This person, they have their own vision. They have a you role. Are a part. That's not my role. They have a role. Exactly. You need to fall in line. The thing is, is that pick your battles as a woman inside of a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. 
if it means something to you, it's going to sit more credible to him because you don't really challenge too much. So, so let's just say this, for example, if you didn't say nothing to me, right? And then one day, you know, one day we out taking the kids out for ice cream and you know, I, I have a way of doing things about something and you never say nothing, but this time you was like, you know what? I don't really, I, I don't like that part right there. This whole situation, this is something I totally disagree with. We need to talk about it. That's going to weigh heavy on me. And I'm going to be more open to compromise at that time because she is a woman who is not going to continue to question every move that I make. Women right now look for partners. They should be looking for leaders. And I say it all the time, but again, they're looking for partnership because it sounds equality sounds it sounds like oh it's we're equal we're just no we're not equal in a relationship the reason why we're not equal is because you do things better than me in certain instance i do things better than you we balance each other out but we're not equal <laughs> it, it's we have nothing well, equal you, about us take on the title of a team you said what No, we're not. No, no, we're not a team. And, and and the reason why? No, no. This is a marriage. That's what it's called. Let's let's keep the. Let's not get all the funny words. This is a marriage. Yeah. And and in a marriage, this is how it works. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Then we're in a relationship. We're in a relationship working towards marriage. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say it again. Let me let me to all the people out there single. And if you're not married, you're single. So let me say this to you. No matter if you're in a girlfriend and boyfriend relationship, if you're not married, you're single. So let me say this. And when you have a quote unquote, a boyfriend or girlfriend in a single relationship, as a woman, you still need to display that you are able to listen to this man. Don't wait to the marriage because you probably won't get married to this man. Don't wait to the marriage to show that this is something you can do in a relationship because we want to see. It's a this is the audition. Yeah. This is the audition for the role. Show me your and why. when exactly I need to for me to get down on one knee and ask you to 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 join this kingdom, then you need to understand like I need to see X, Y, and Z. Like it needs to, I, I need to see it. I don't want to be waiting all, uh, you know, when we're in a marriage that not, it's no bartering here. It's like, it's like a, as a real man, you don't barter with sex. Like if she ever says you ain't getting none cause I'm upset. Oh, 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 it's, it's damn near over in this relationship. You need to understand that you want all the benefits of being one. But when it's time for me, to touch my side of the one, you got a problem with, oh, no, I don't want, you know. But then when it comes to divorce, you're going to want half of my money. You're going to want half my stake. You get what I mean? I, I'm I, I, I'm just saying, because, like, because we are one. A lot we are of one. people find it weird that as a mother, as a woman, that I will be pro- Prenup? Yeah. 
why, why not? I don't see anything wrong with that. Because my what thing if, is like, if if the marriage is great and nothing negative happens, but we feel like we need to disengage, we won't ever have to use it. But if something happens and we oh. need to disengage, then it would be there. So are you upset that somebody is giving some insurance to this relationship because they feel like it's of importance? That that to point. me That's is a point. question now. That's a great point. But I always say this, you know, I think all men need to get prenups. I speak for men. And a lot of people are like, oh, because you, I'm speaking for men because I'm a man. I'm, I'm speaking for men. So the thing is, is that I think all men need to get prenups because, you know, it's just like car insurance. You don't know when it's going to crash and burn. And you have to be prepared, right? So the thing is, is that even if I got $5 in that pocket, that's my $5. And I need that. I'm not going to give you 250 when it's over, right? So the thing is, is that I think if she doesn't want to sign it, then there's a huge possibility we, we won't make it. If you believe we're going to make it, you're going to sign it. Nobody's ever thought about that. The only reason you wouldn't sign it is because you believe that there is a percentage that we won't make it. And that's where people... I'll sign a prenup. I could be with the... I could be with the richest person where me, me and Beyonce can get together. Listen, I don't have no problem with signing because I want you to know that this is not why I'm here. I'm not here to take half. And I feel like that's just some backup to show that I'm not here to take half. But, you know, that goes for people who get married for the wrong reasons. Um, how would you... Um, say to me to go about giving my children, my girls, a better example of how not to be tit for tat within a marriage, because that's where you're being submissive. Because today I feel like a lot of women want to be tit for tat. And that's that's not where you want to introduce or bring in that um, and I think it's a sense of maturity, but a lot of women are tit for tat within their marriages. And um, I'm trying to teach them now before the marriage not to be tit for tat within their personality. Well, I just think it's exactly what we said earlier. Um, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also never be with a person that you don't respect. You, I find that women that respect their man, they're not tit for tat. Yeah. If they and, and and they respect his boundaries and him as a male, like she is going to be very mature in the relationship. She's only immature when she's dealing with an immature leader, one who cannot lead her to understand that this is what's what's going on. Like I don't know if you heard my last podcast, but. We were talking about it. We were talking about it. Me and, and Jay Rome, like we we really had like a lightweight lightweight argument because he doesn't he he has strong convictions about every woman in the world, but when we start talking about his daughter and how he was raising her, switched up all that all that kind of yeah switched all the way up right yeah. And so I was telling him, you can't do that because you're setting her up for a single life mm. and. After the show, after the show, we had a conversation. He totally understood and agreed. That, that that never happens. Me and him go 
I mean, we're cousins, blood cousins, mm -hmm. but we never agree like that. And for him to say that, he took it to heart. And that's the truth. So when you talk to your daughters, let them know. Find a man that you respect. Respect enough to understand the quality of being quiet until it's time to talk. Nobody wants to hear that. Mm -hmm. I had the quality of being quiet to his to his time to talk. I had to learn that through trial and error with the ex. He got to a point where he was like, "How come you don't argue with me anymore about things and you just kind of like let me have it?" And I'm just I like, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even ask that question. I'm just like, sometimes it's not even worth it because I want you to figure out where you fumble yourself. I don't want to have to point it out to you. I think it's going to be a greater lesson when you see it than when I point it out to you. But, you know, it takes trial and error to find that sometimes. <laughs> no. I, um, I have no issue with uh, giving my daughters honesty. Um, and my six-year-old, she's very, like, uh, intuitive about a lot of things. So she asked me, you know, why I live alone or why I live here without anybody here. And I had to tell her, like, you know, sometimes parents or your dad is probably better off where he is than here and us being combative because we're not on the same uh, mindset level. And she was like, what's the mindset? I'm just like, sometimes people think differently and I don't want to... Um, have a negative aura within a home raising you and your sister so I would rather us come together when we agree on something and um, especially when it's for you he could come visit but other than that we are just not at a point where we can be around each other every day and it's important for you to understand when your mindset is completely different for important priorities in your life that you don't force something to work because you're going to kind of like over exhaust yourself so I ne like I never wanted to be like a mom where I'm oversharing my thoughts on what I feel about her dad because that's none of her business her business is her relationship with her father her father's business is his relationship with her and so I, I never want to get in the way of that for either of them because I think that's super important because I know what it's not what it's like not to have them through and through in a balanced way so um for the moms out here that maybe not have that father figure that's at a mature level to just have the relationship with the child in hopes that they're not you know talking bad about their father and saying that their father is not this I feel like it's a reflection of who their child would feel about themselves like if my father is not this and he's part of me what does that say about who I am and that's why I feel like it's important well, I, don't, I don't know mm -hmm. not to even I think, you, I think you hit it well because I'm, I'm such a God fearing man I think speaking to the kids in a way to understand is we're not in control of our destiny. Right. Um, I'm I'm here physically, but 
I'm here alone until God sends me someone in my life that's going to be right for me. And I think, and I think, because a lot of, a lot, like, we all believe that we, we're driving when we're not. And for us to tell our kids that we're driving, for me, it's kind of hard because I know that he's the one controlling what's going on and what we're doing. We can go right, we can go right or wrong, bad, you know, right or wrong when it comes to decision making. But he, he can, he's also going to show us right or wrong in that in that midst of it so it's nothing wrong with telling your kids like i'm here because you know me and your me and your father didn't work out um he wasn't the man for me this is in in god's eyes Mm -hmm. but god is going to send me someone who is going to be special for me and who is going to be special for you guys one day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. women don't want to say that man the best, the best father, the best, the best father. Sometimes is the stepfather, and and I always try to tell women. I've always seen it, that. If you if you had a bad relationship with the father, the, the father of your child, mm-hmm. your best move is your next move. You better get a good man in there yeah. who loves your kids, who can teach them. That is your next move. Yeah. You need to make that your next move. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about that today and I'm just like if I were a man and um, I I approached a woman or I met a woman and she had previous children and she didn't want anymore my approach to that and my mindset would be I can't come to this table empty I can't come to this table um, unfulfilled within myself I have to be completely 110 because of what what she has already um we can't go back in time and help kids to unsee or unlearn what they saw so uh you don't you don't, as a man you don't present yourself to a woman with children on a maybe level you have to be completely sure in every move you make with that so i was i was thinking about that how that can be um pressure to a man who's not 100% ready and uh, easy to a man who's completely sure about himself and then I was like well how many men out there are completely sure about themselves um, that would be willing to take on a family uh, that's kind of set but you would come to it making it better and um, uh, I, think, I, think, I think it depends on the man right but I don't think, and, and I think you know, you know who that man is. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it would click. But also, I know that I can't come, I can't uh, invite a man to me if I'm not a hundred percent myself. And I think there's a lot of mothers who are not a hundred percent themselves, where they might assume they need all of this because their life is so hectic because it's on a just them level but are you prepared and that's why I did that episode you know are you are you prepared to receive a good man and I don't think a lot of women are because they have a lot of work you're right though I don't think they're I don't think they're mentally ready a lot of them got baggage Mm -hmm. and um you know a lot of them got that uh PSD you know what I mean 
work. But um, I don't know. I'm working on it. I'm always reading up on uh, how I can be better, you know, as a parent. And um, that's why I wanted to speak to you just to see your perspective on it. See, I, I think, yeah, but I think I think women should read more men empowering books mm-hmm. than they should read women empowering books because you learn the psyche of a man in those books. And I always wonder, like, the the psychology of a woman would be in a woman's empowering book. So as a man, if you if you are struggling with the psychology of a woman, you need to read those books. So I always try to tell women, like, read male male empowering books. You will learn the psychology of a man really really quickly. Their thought process towards women, their thought process towards themselves and life. I'm telling you. I um <laughs> I always try to like uh put myself in the position to unlearn a bad habit and see where it stemmed from before I bring it to the table as um this is fact. And a lot of it can come from women having too much pride. You know, people always talk about men having too much pride, but I think women carry a lot of pride that they don't necessarily want to carry, but they think that it's a good thing to to carry, a good thing to say, like, I, I did it all, or I could do it all. Like, we know if you needed to, you could do it all, but do you necessarily want to do it all? Um, that's because that's cause women, women are raised like men. Yeah. And because of that, they have male traits, egos, pride, you know, all, all that. And then you see men acting like divas. And, 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 and if, you look, if you look at men right now, how many black men have you seen over the last five years crying on national TV? It is overwhelming. And, and it is amazing. Like back in the day, you couldn't even, you would never find a man crying on television. Now, what it is, it's okay to cry, but there's reasons to cry. Funerals, winning a championship, your child's birth, you get married. Mm-hmm. Not in an argument with your woman. Not just being emotional because you disagree with a subject. Right. Like it, it's, it's, it's sickening. The demasculation of a man is going on right now. Well, and that has a lot to um, do with how do you um, how do you work through your emotions? I don't think a lot of men are com- uh, correctly taught how to work through their emotions, and a lot of times that can show up we, on the on the backlash of like um, where they don't we just just well just like you said how you don't have to cuss to get your point across. You could get your point across and still be respected, right? Some men, yeah, some men don't understand the level of control that they can have with keeping their tone at a certain point and not using verbiage. Most of them raised by beta males. Most of them raised by beta males, simp males, or they're raised by women. So because of that, they don't have the alpha in them. Like everybody, first of all, can be an alpha, but you can still be a quality man. So then they're, they're, here's here's the, the pecking order. Simps are all the way at the bottom. So you got simps, then you have beta men, then you have men, 
and then you have alpha males. Now, alpha males, you all know that they're highly, highly, like women want alpha males. They don't, they may not even say it because they know an alpha man is going to have expectations for you and some women don't want to work. They don't want to have expectations. They don't want to have a structure. They, they just want to just be a freestyle rapper and they just want to freestyle the rest of their life. Oh, we can just do this. Let's split it down the middle. Let's make sure that we teach our kids to split everything down the middle and make sure that nobody's making sure we teach our boys never to raise their voice or get angry or get upset, but it's okay to cry, but it's never okay to get angry. Like it's, it's amazing. And I see it all the time. And you see so many men that are in a submissive position in their relationships. Watch some of these shows, 90 Day Fiancés. I, uh, I don't watch uh, those shows, first, I can't do it. Oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a relationship psychologist. So I, you, you should watch those shows so you'll see how people fail. And it really teaches you things, like, like Married at First Sight. You know, everybody's parties, looks, and you know, all that, and that's fine, right? But these are arranged marriages. They ain't number of arranged marriages. Right. You grow to learn to love this person. And the things you do technique-wise and how thoughtful you are, how you communicate. Mm -hmm. But on this show, they also never teach gender roles. They always, the psychologists, they always have men in a submissive position. If a man is having too many expectations, they'll come talk to him and say, hey, you need to loosen up a little bit. You know, she doesn't like this. She doesn't, this, but a woman, let her be strong on the show. Then we need to learn how to adapt to the situation. No, we got to cut it out if we have expectations. But her, oh, we got to adapt. And I'm telling you, it's like, it's running rapid. They, 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 they lucky they didn't have me on no show like this. Like, from, oh, what I, from what I saw, the men, um, I, I, I caught a season of Married at First Sight. And the men are super emotional. Like they come there with not being able to uh, articulate their emotions in a healthy way. So from that, I just knew it wasn't going to work. You are 100% correct. I don't know. I think those shows are just set up to fail. And, um, you know, American culture is basking in the failure of others. So uh, <laughs> that's why those shows do numbers. But I just think um, it's uh, the foundation for children is like my my important um, as a mother. But that requires a man to also do the same work I'm doing. So, um, you know, just being particular and not budging on the standards I have. And I wish more more women would have standards when it comes to males. Especially. I, I agree. <laughs> because I just, you know, I don't because, want because... Them, Yeah, I don't want them to see me have a good man and fumble it because I didn't do my work. So. Well, I mean, if you, if, if I don't mind, I don't mind a woman with standards because I think that's a great thing because if you have standards, you hold your own self to a standard. Right. And if you don't have standards, you don't, you don't hold yourself to any standards. So I, I definitely don't mind that at all. Yeah. It's 
yeah, yeah. But good, good talk, yeah. good information, man. Oh yeah, hey, man, I, I love your show. I, I always have your your your, your freelance thoughts. And I'm sure you up at 2 a.m. sometime recording, like, yeah, really with the incense and, and the candles going, and you just, you just got it going. Uh, I dig it. Yeah, the I dig past it. two nights been 4 a.m., but uh, I just try to get it while it's fresh. You know, um, mm-hmm. it, it gives a different purpose for the show, uh, so I just try to get it out there. But t- can you tell the people where to find your show, Ron Uncut? I'm Ron Uncut Podcast, so just Google me. You can Google me. I'm on every single platform. I'm on every single platform that you can find for podcasts. Ron Uncut. Don't get it fooled. Uh, I'm Akeem, I'm so if you don't hear no fire as soon as the show starts, then that, that ain't the right show. Right. You know what I mean? So, That's it. I wish yeah. this song was longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait till you tomorrow. I got a show coming I got a show tomorrow's uh it's called Women with Degrees are overrated. Ooh. And um <laughs> and it's a deep one. It's a deep one. See you know, and then you hear the you hear you hear the title on you know, people judge this book by a cover, but I, I'm gonna get a lot of hits on it. But it's really breaking down why that is. Like why is that a problem? It's not because, about being Okay, smart. let me it's, tell you my opinion now. I think I think it's amazing that women have the opportunity to have the opportunities they have today, okay? But at the same time, I don't think a degree should take the placement of a man or the respect of a man. And sometimes women with degrees struggle with a, like a power trip because they have those degrees. Mm. Um, and you can find a lot of women who have a lot of degrees that are like, well, they say they're comfortable being single in their 40s and 50s, but the, the reality is they're not. But mm-hmm. that's my opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, they just think they, you know, above. They they see they view status like like men like they men show status as oh I got a nice car, you know I own my home, you know I got this money, you know I, I graduated from college. They view that as status, so women emulate that. So what they do is they say, oh, okay, well, I got my degree. I got my own money. I own my own, my car. Like men don't care about what you have. Like, that is, we, we, we care about what do you bring to the table? Finances means nothing. If creed is the man's number one priority when it comes to a woman, that that's not, that's be a red flag. That should be a off top red flag. Well, not. to me, when when you leave things on the table, it always leaves a door open for somebody else to bring more things or different things. So it can't be things that's keeping you there or bringing you there. It, it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I will be listening to that. One hundred. I appreciate all your support. I always. Always look on your uh, your stories and see if I made the cut that week. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I'll be in here listening while I'm momming, and I'm just like, wait a minute, let me put this mop down because I need to screenshot this because he made a point here that I want to talk about. <laughs> I think, I think. 
the story the story of fame i call it because i i i done came across some really good podcasts from your stories mm-hmm. and i'm like man they hidden like uh what's that old boy's name I, you know i don't know his name is advice from a fuck boy yes I, like, he I had some good ones Clint, man, hey, I didn't know about that podcast. Yes, I found out about him in your in your in your stories, and you know, because I I always go there to find out some good podcasts. He has some good points on that. I feel like he's bringing back balance to the craziness that women do today. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, but he 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 pointed out men too. He's 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 good. Yeah, some good balance. I like that. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.